Welcome back to our 36th episode of the Launcher Farm Show, where I interview Andrew Perry with Revel Realty in Niagara-on-the-Lake. In this episode, Andrew and I talk about why creating a top-notch customer service system can not only serve your clients, but it can bring in a ton of referrals too. Andrew shares how he started making his mark in his community by creating a catchy video that got his name out there super quickly and got him over 70,000 views in his first week. And we talk about what you can do to build trust with agents outside of your area and how to get them to refer you business on an ongoing basis. Andrew shares a super easy way to service other agents just as well as you service your clients and to help build a foundation for long-term referrals. And we talk about how to use social media to compound your efforts and build a group of raving fans. Plus, we talk about a ton of other ideas that you can use to grow your geographic farm. So be sure to check out this episode, like and subscribe, and enjoy the episode with Andrew. Welcome back to another episode of the Launcher Farm Show. I'm your host, Ryan Smith, and today we've got a great guest. It's Andrew Perry from Rebel Realty. Andrew, take a second, tell us a bit about yourself and why you're here. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on, Ryan. I've uh, been seeing the episodes from when you first launched. Awesome. I, was, I believe it was Chuck, right? Was that yep. Yep. Yes, yeah, yeah, good memory. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm Andrew Perry. I run the team, the Fine Estates team here in beautiful Niagara on the lake, and we're actually opening our own brokerage office here in just a few weeks uh, with Revel Realty. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to sit down and chat. You know, community is everything to us, uh, myself and my team, and you know, I love talking about it. Awesome. Well, I always like to start with kind of your history, how you got into it, what did it look like for you, and then we'll, we'll move into where what you're doing now. Yeah, sure. Um, you know what? I had some really good friends of mine. Long story short, I was um, a, a district manager with a company called LA Fitness. People listening might have heard that. Uh, and I was out in Edmonton run, running about three or four clubs there. Uh, and then, you know, I was just watching a whole bunch of friends getting into the, the real estate industry around 2016, uh, in and around there. Um, I was like, and this is no offense to my friends if they're watching, if you're one of those realtors, but I was like, if they could do it, <laughs> I could do it. And honestly, and uh, you know, that's, that's always a piece of advice that I give to if, if, And then to further that conversation, if I can do it, then you could definitely do it. And so that's kind of just how it started. You know what? My son was two months old. We had just moved out to Edmonton and it was, you know, everybody was like, Andrew, you finally sorted your life out. You finally got a corporate gig that pays you commission, salary, and bonuses. Um, but And you just had your kid, right? But So who packs up all their lives after just being there for a few months and having their kid and you know heading back to Ontario to start a real estate business? Nobody. Uh, so, and that's just how it went. And uh, I have not looked back. I'm in my fourth year, and I've accomplished so much in this short short time that you know i'm i'm always excited for for the next year because if uh, one of my latest uh, facebook posts was about that is every year is there's something that's changing it's awesome it's exciting to watch and i've, I've seen you start from that beginning time yeah, and, and really grow into to where you're at i, I want to go start with that, that move because i think for a lot of people when they think of farming they think oh, i have to be there i've got to be someone who's from the area i got to grow up there i got to know everybody to even start farming for you, you you packed up restarted your life over again what did that look like for you and what was that like when you when you got started because you, you didn't grow up in niagara so that's you know what and um as i you know i forgot to admit, introduce introduce myself uh, as the director <laughs> of recruitment as well see there's so many things i do <laughs> But it's funny because I interview so many, probably about six to eight realtors a week. And the one thing they always tell me is that it's a, I've already, I've lived here all my life. So I know everybody. 
or I just moved here and I don't know anyone and I don't know what to do. And it, my answer to both those questions is pretty simple. That does not matter. It does not matter. You could live across the street for 50 years from somebody and you could A, have never met them or B, never had a really good relationship with them to begin with and they're just going to hire anybody. So I knew that I, I did have some, um, I needed to catch up on some momentum versus some of the other realtors for sure. Yep. Uh, I'm not going to lie about that, but I felt that, look, all these businesses were doing cool video marketing, cool ways to introduce your brand to the world. And, you know, when I moved to Niagara, you know, things were happening in Toronto, you know, in terms of video marketing and all that stuff. But in Niagara, it was like, you know, it was still iPhone pictures. It was still very, very slow paced marketing. And I knew that I had to come out of the gates and I had to come out of the gates hard and fast. So what I did is, if you've seen those Dollar Beard Club videos, yeah. actually Alex Brown, who's a co-owner, a good friend of mine, um, but I was always captivated by that. So my first video definitely was not on the quality of Dollar Beard Club, <laughs> but it's, it's the first thing that I was like, okay, so how can I, how can I kind of get out there with the splash and, and make some noise? So I did a video and you know it opens up with kind of like a Michael Scott from The Office thing and I'm sipping my coffee and I'm looking out the the window and then the videographer looks down and I'm sitting there in my Toronto leaf boxers. Um, thinking back now, that type of corny marketing is probably not something that my brand is aligned with now, but yeah. I could not, I could not be where I am today without that one video. And I think we got about 70,000 views in my first wow. week of launching wow. that video. Wow. So uh, honestly, it's to, to go answer your question a little bit more direct. What did that look like for me? I just, honestly, I didn't think about it. I just decided to get out there, I didn't even door knock. I just really did stuff that was fun, which was, you know, join a hockey league, uh, join community events, start meeting people. And of course, hit them hard with some good old fashioned marketing. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. And again, I, I, a lot of agents, they'll say they'll pick an area because they live in it. And I said, that's fine. If you live in there, that's great. But like you said, you don't know everyone. And that doesn't mean it's the best place to, to, yeah. to focus on. But on the flip side, if you don't, if you do live there or don't live there, it doesn't matter. It's getting out there, getting connected, get, like you said, getting connected with the community, getting connected with the business owners and really making an impact. And you could be brand new. You could be 70 years old. You could be from the area, not from the area. It really just takes that starting that seed, that farm yeah. seed planting it and, and just get going with it. So and, when you started with that, how did you decide to focus and stay focused? Cause for a lot of agents, they, mm -hmm. they get distracted and they try to work all over. I know for you, Niagara Lake was really your, your main yeah. focus. Why did you pick that area? And, and what would that look like for you? When you're yeah. So that, that honestly, that's a really good question because when I first started, it's always funny. It's always funny because you always hear people like motivational speakers, you know, the big Tony Robbins thing, never let anybody tell you you can't do anything. And it's, it's so true. It is so true because when I first moved here, the first realtor I met who was helping me buy my own house, which uh, I have mad respect for, but he's like, Oh, you want to get into real estate, Jay? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I want to sell million dollar houses. I want to live in Niagara on the Lake. I want to sell in Niagara on the Lake. That's 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 what exactly what I want. He's like, well, you know what? I'd rather sell a hundred, three hundred thousand dollar house than um, or houses than ten one million dollar houses. And he's like, you know, you got to be careful how you brand yourself because uh, those folks that are in the three, five, six hundred dollar range might not think that you're a good person to reach out to. And and while I understand that, and there is truth to that. 
Um, the way it came off in multiple conversations was like, oh, you don't want to do that. You don't want to waste your time, especially if you don't know anybody here or especially because you're so new. Um, Niagara on the Lake, for those who don't know, I probably should preface that with the average selling price here is over a million. Yeah. And it, it's a hard market to break into because there's only 14,000 people. So there's only, you know, a couple hundred units being sold every year or less. Um, and the, in, for a long time, this market has been run by the same handful of realtors. So yeah. man, they were not happy when I showed up. That's <laughs> yeah. But I, I just felt that, okay, this is the life I want. I want to live in Niagara on the Lake. I want to drive a nice car. I want to live in a nice house. I want my children to live in a, in a safe um, neighborhood with amazing schools. And I only had one goal, really many people have many goals. I want to sell this much. I just want to sell. I just want to sell in Niagara on the Lake, live in Niagara on the Lake, whatever it took to get there. It was just one of those things where you just kind of buckled up and did what you needed to do. And that, that focus is what pays off. And, and a lot of people exactly. get distracted along the way. They, they have that idea or the, the desire to do that, but then they start making decisions that take them off that. And you've really been focused on it. And now as a result of that, you've grown, I've seen your business grow. Now you're able to take more deals other places and your yeah. business has expanded, but it was that pig-headed determination and that that focus is what allowed you to, to really expand. Yeah. And you know what? It's it's a lot to do with the fact, and I understand, I totally get it. If you are buckling down on your goal, but financing comes up, financial, you know, you got mortgage, you got car payments. I wish I could, I, I can't tell people to do what I do because look, I did, I didn't, my parents were well off, but I didn't come from money. I didn't move to Niagara with money. I had money from what I saved from my corporate gig, but it last, I took a, a whole year off while I was going to Aria, mm. which a lot of people don't do that either. Right. <laughs> but my, my son was, you know, turning one, it was a good time to spend some time with them. Um, but anyways, um, I just, I just, I, a lot of people would have, buckled under the pressure and said look we're not selling anything we've got one listing we don't have buyers coming through so we need to shift gears and start selling this the lower price units in a higher quantity where once you make up that shift you've got to you know, pick up you know further two steps back right. so i was always of the mindset is i've taken this risk yeah i bought i bought my first house with without a paycheck yeah. so i ju <laughs> i just got my my license Bought a house a couple of months later, and I didn't get paid until maybe two months after that. So I'm a big risk taker, taker, and I think that is what helped me um, just kind of keep that focus in. Because a lot of people get distracted yeah. by their financial needs, and again, I under totally understand that. But at the same time, if you make a decision, you should really be committed to it. Exactly, wholeheartedly. So for you, obviously, breaking into that market was was tr not tricky, but it was. Like you said, a lot of people are advising you not to do it because it's an old boys club and it's, yep. who are you? What did that look like to break in other than that video? Because obviously you had to stand out, you had to be different and you couldn't just do what everyone else was doing. What did it look like for you when you were getting that started? Um, and, and here's another thing. And again, if this is not to put down any business, but there was a hole in the level of service and mm. it was obvious. And luckily I got a phone call that really jump-started my business I, I did know the, the, the family because I played hockey uh, with the son. Um, but the main reason for their call was because um, somebody had bad mouthed me and the company um, about us being inexperienced and um, you know, all that other jazz don't need to get into it too much. So there was already a lack 
of service that you would expect from a luxury realtor, no less. But also now you've just left these people intrigued. (laughs) Who is this Andrew Perry guy then? If if all these listing agents want to come and talk about him, he must be pretty big news. So that's how I got my first, one of my first listings in Old Town Niagara Lake because they wanted to see what all the bus was about. So to answer your question again, it's, it's just... I was just doing what I thought realtors should do when servicing their clients and things worked out. Imagine that, right? That's one of my favorite business models is um, Richard Branson. And he talks about finding underserviced or poorly run industries and then going in and going against the grain and completely doing it differently. And with his whole Virgin yeah. Airlines and Virgin uh, records and all that stuff, he said, where, where can I find that hole? And you did that in your area and said, okay, People are doing it this way. I'm going to yeah. do it this way. You know, stand out, offer that service and, and go above and beyond. Honestly, it was so simple because when I would call and book showings, some of these agents would not return my calls. Yeah. I'm like, what? What? Like, I'm asking you for financials on a 20-acre farm. And you're giving me projected rates on what it would be to switch it from peaches to grapes. Like, what? That's not what I asked you, right? And so it's something as simple as that. Uh, but... I did have one small tactic for those of you who like to door knock. I mean, it's a little, you know, right now, uh, COVID and everything. However, that will go away. But yeah. I, I remember it was the day I got my license. I stapled, hole punched a whole bunch of uh, business cards to a whisk mm. and a bag of Hershey Kisses. And it was around Christmas. And I said, we whisk you a Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, that's, that's how I got my second listing or my, sorry, my first listing. It was just something simple as that corny. Yes. Right. And now I've come up with, uh, with new and improved ways, but something to break down those walls from an, uh, from a market, you just have to find what is typical in that market. What is every agent doing in that market? And if it's working, yeah, try to emulate it, uh, emulate it and do it your own way. But if you're seeing something that like Niagara is a very old school town, Niagara on the Lake, they still have, they have three newspapers for a town of 14,000 people and they read them all, yeah. right? They love going to the mail. They love getting a knock on the door, right? So it's so different. You have to find what's unique about your town and kind of double down on that. Yeah, that's a great point. And I, I say that too, that each area has its own unique features. Demographics are different in each area and you have to figure out what voice is going to be heard and what do people want what, and how can you service that? And, and when you can fill that void and, and figure out what do people want, and can I get in front of them? You can then stand out. If you're doing the same thing everyone's doing, it may be harder, but if you can just veer off slightly different than what they're doing or do exactly what they're doing and then double down, and that'll help too. Absolutely. I totally agree. So when you started doing that marketing, you started gaining traction. How long did it really take for you to get to that point where you're like, okay, this is, I made the right decision. This is a good decision. Obviously you had the commitment up front, but like when were you like, okay, this, this is, this is working. I'll be honest, uh, the day I got my license, I know that <laughs> I know it might not have been the the answer you guys were looking for, but yeah. it, it truly was the day that I got it. And the day that day that I actually had my license is the day I felt free. And yeah. my life has personally, spiritually, and obviously professionally changed since that day. But you know what, I knew I had made it when um, it made it, uh, you know what I mean? Um, I did four deals in my first, I don't know, what was it? Like 60 days. Uh, Cause I joined in December. Yep. So I, didn't, I don't count December. 
So <laughs> January and February, by February, I had a listing in two deals. So by then I realized that, holy smoke, even my bonus checks weren't as big as the ones that I was getting. <laughs> uh, and at the same time, and you know what, a lot, a lot of people I talk to that, yeah, but you know, don't you do it for the clients? Obviously I do it for the clients, but it would be, a, I would be stupid in lying if I didn't say I was doing it for some, some financial gain for myself and my family. Right. And when I saw that first paycheck, I said, wow, that is the biggest thing I have ever seen. And trust me, it wasn't that big. It was maybe about $12,000, which at the time, 30% of it went to the brokerage and 30% of it went to the government. So it was still one of those things where I'm like, wow, okay, if I buckle down and focus, I can do 50 deals a year at this commission. And there you go. My life is set. But then you hit that number and then you make new goals, right? <laughs> yeah. So for you, when you, uh, I, I know for a lot of, sorry, a lot of what you do is, is you work with a lot of referrals from other agents from out of town because Niagara Lake, for people who don't know, it's kind of tucked away. It's that destination place in Niagara that's kind of off on its own. A lot yeah. of the referrals you get, or a lot of the business you get is from referrals. And this is the thing I always tell people, like when people think of farming, most agents think of farming as just connection with the locals and trying to get their listings. There's yeah. the buy side of it and the referrals, the agent referrals, and that's a huge part of it. And that's a big part of your business. So can you talk us through what that looks like for you, how that transpired and, and what that's been like? Yep, absolutely. So it all started from a level of service. Mm -hmm. What I tell new people when they're getting started, and I had a really good conversation uh, with, a, with a lady. I won't drop her full name just in case, but her name's Laura. She's a future realtor from Stratford. Uh, she was introduced to me by Katie Steinsaub. You know, yes. you know, yep, she's been there. on the show. Yep. Yep, she's great. Uh, they're amazing. And um, so we were introduced and she was asking me, how do I get started? I, I really do want to be that referral person. Mm -hmm. She felt that Stratford was that next go-to place similar to Niagara-on-the-Lake. Yep. And I said, look, it, it's, it's very simple. Think of how you can service the realtors uh, the same way that you service your clients. Yeah. And so the way I did it was because mind you what I'm about to say, I didn't know I was going to be this busy when I offered yeah. this, but um, I, I was, I, I had, you know, a deal here, deal there, but I did have some free time and I learned how to take a headshot, remove the background, add it to a marketing piece. And I posted in a very popular uh, real estate group. I said, uh, who wants one of these? Send me your headshot, send me your logo and I'll do it. Wow. 500 people later. Wow. <laughs> yeah, 500. I could still go through my Canva and see all your pretty faces yeah. uh, from four, five, four or five years ago. Uh, it's just, so it started with that. And because it, it happened on such a massive scale, it helped build the foundation for my future level of service. Because obviously, I can't do that now. I can't, I can't say, hey, okay, guys, give me a thousand headshots and I'll try to do a piece <laughs> of graphic design for you. But what I can do and what this has led to is a variety of different small areas of expertise that people perceive I have. Yep. And people reach out to me. I, I probably get a couple of Facebook messages a day, a couple of Instagram messages a day, obviously a ton of LinkedIn, but most of that's spam, let's be honest. Uh, and then a few emails, right? So what happened with that, with this little piece of expertise that I knew about I shared it with all the realtors. Yeah. 
And no matter what brokerage you were from, let's connect, let's help you, let's help out each other. And then that just led from, hey, here's the next thing I know about. He, here's the next thing I know about. Very similar to what you do, to be honest. And Otto as well, you know, from uh, Agent Locator. He does yep. it a lot. Co- Cody May from Studio PTBO. Andrew Foliato, obviously. Yep. You bring a ton of value. And kind of those relationships they almost get reciprocated almost automatically it's like the universe is like you just helped somebody out and it drastically improved their lives the small little tidbit of value and so this is what we're going to do for you we're going to give you a referral so but obviously there's no better way to get a referral than to give a referral that's number one that that's super important too and i think a lot of agents miss that and they they'll say i'm willing to take your referrals i'll pay x amount it's like the best way to open that is to send a referral Or if you can't send a referral, is to refer someone who can refer. So that's one thing that I've always seen a lot of agents do well with, where it's like they're in the groups and Facebook groups and stuff, and they'll share someone else is looking for a referral and they'll tag that person. They're not getting any money from it. They're not getting right. any referral paycheck from them, but they're yeah. connecting that person to that person. And that's a great way if you don't have a referral is to re- connect another referral. A gr- that's amazing. That's amazing. But, and, and I, I love that. I absolutely <laughs> love that. That's, that's honestly... I would never say anything bad about that except for what I'm about to say, of course, um, because a lot of people tag me that way. And that's how yep. it started. Yep. And I absolutely love that. And I try to reciprocate as best as I can to each and every person who tags my name. However, having said that, there's, there's these things like referral groups and stuff like that, where it becomes obvious that you probably don't know that person because it's yes. the same few people taking the same people and, and it's so obvious. And I'm not trying to point anybody's fingers because this is what it's for. And yeah. if you've worked with them, it's great. But it's just like I've sent referrals to some of those people and they're not reciprocating it to me. And, and here's another tidbit too. You want to choose somebody that's loud on social media yep. or, you know, who is active because, and again, you always got to choose somebody who's best for your client. Don't forget about that. I agree. But secondary, who is going to have your back when the time comes? Yep. And that's what's, important to maximizing on those referrals 100 i i had a i won't say any names but i had an agent that i was referring to <laughs> in, in the city and i sent her a few referrals and then i started noticing she was doing deals in my area and then wasn't sending me business and then i said listen yeah. I said it's a two-way street like I'll, I'll happy to send you referrals but like refer backward and uh it, it's like yeah you, you, you gotta do what's best for the client like you said first but then obviously business-wise you want that reciprocity but of i think course. Again, a part of that comes down to because people know where you work, because you're so hyper-focused on Niagara Lake, it's easy then to, to get those referrals because people know you do that area and you focus on the area. When people yeah. hear that, they think that. If someone says, like, uh, it's, a, it's a joke, but I, I had an American client. They said, oh, I have a referral for Ryan in Canada. It's like, okay, <laughs> I didn't do my job if they think just because I'm in Canada. But when, when people know where you live and they know where you focus on, it becomes that much easier. And it's easier to then find referrals for people when they know you're the specialist, you're the go-to person, and they'll want to refer you. Then it just becomes self-fulfilling. Yeah, exactly. And, and a lot of people, when you're farming um, or networking, farming, right, um, online with, 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 your, with your realtors and, and other buyers and sellers, obviously, I'll be straight up honest with you. I do, I don't. Other than my, I have a team, so I supply them with online leads, of course. But for me personally, I don't do any marketing to buyers and sellers. I really don't. The branding and the idea behind my brand, it impresses some buyers and sellers. Yes. So, you know, when you first find me, they're like, oh, wow, okay, this, this looks pretty impressive. 
But the whole goal for, and, and, and again, when I say goal, I just say, this is my mindset. This is how I like to market. This is how it comes out of me naturally. I like to be the guy in the suit. I like the guy to have a nice car. I like to be the guy to follow that up with credible sales as well as credible value for the people who do follow me. Yep. But I do that intentionally because it makes me feel good, but I know other realtors are watching. Yeah, And that's a big, big thing. And that's where other people choose to spend their time farming buyers and sellers online where I farm realtors. And, and uh, like you said, uh, reciprocate to all of the yeah. those um, other realtors who provide me value as well, right? Which is awesome. So one of the big things you offer, I know, is your your concierge service. So can you talk yes. to us about that and, and what that looks like and how you develop that? Exactly. So uh, I love that question and, and because it really means a lot to me what we do. And because 85% of my business is agent-to-agent agent referrals, guess what? Half of those people, or more than half, I guess, are coming to a town where they don't necessarily understand the values. Yeah. They don't necessarily understand the lifestyle and culture yeah. and the community. So it, for, for example, you could buy one house here that's a million, five, two million dollars. And you compare that to a house in Toronto. It might be smaller in Toronto, but the Toronto house is still going to have, you know, marble floors, this, that, this, that, where it, in Niagara-on-the-Lake, it might be an old heritage building. Yeah. So when I try to sell my own listings or sell the town, I invite the buyers um, down for a day in mm. Niagara on the Lake with me or half day or whatever. I take them for lunch. Mm. I give them a magazine on the town. Um, I give them uh, our magazine at Revel. We produce a magazine here. Nice. Um, and the uh, Homes and Land magazine um, uh, bought two bottles of wine, a red and a white. And I also get them a gift card to either Balzac's or, uh, or Car Carlotta um, Gelato or a Budapest bait shop, which has these beautiful chimney cakes. And I make it an experience. We, we go for lunch. Uh, we, we've done wine tours. Uh, we've done helicopter tours, awesome. right? So, you know, when we open our new office, we're going to be stepping that up, right? When you bought that Dom Perignon's coming in a wood box with shavings, we're picking you up. You just landed in Toronto on an international flight from Dubai. We're picking you up and we're flying you from there to here. Um, we're picking you up in a town car or something. Um, you know, we can't obviously do that for all our clients, but there's a, a select few that we try to share that luxury concierge aspect to it. Yep. But anybody who gets to ref anybody who gets referred to me, no matter what the price range, they're getting that, uh, that initial gift bag and tour around the town. Yeah. Which is awesome. And that does two things. It impresses the client and impresses the agent. Cause they're going to go back and say, thank you. That was such a great experience. That was yes. awesome. Thank you for referring me to Andrew. And it was a great experience. I, I had something similar where we referred a client to an agent in, in Toronto and they had such a good experience where we were like, Oh crap. Like he's going to make us look bad. He's so his experience was so good. It's like, Oh, <laughs> gotta be careful. So that it, it impresses people and it creates that sense of reciprocity. Now, if they're going to have, they're going to go tell their friends and family too that the mm -hmm. consumer, because they had a great experience and, they want that same experience to be passed on to people they know, which is, which is awesome. Exactly. And, and Niagara on the Lake is such a community, uh, community and lifestyle driven yeah. uh, town that it's, it's really, you really do have to come to experience it first yes. yeah. because like I said, you know, somebody might look at this and be like, why is that house a million five? And well, you got to understand where you live. And this is why I want to share this experience with you because once you come here, you're never going to want to leave. I think it's also important to note too, for people who don't know, 
that Niagara Lake is in Niagara, which generally speaking has a much lower price point overall. So it's the the cream yes. of the crop of Niagara. And then if you compare it to Toronto, it's like there's little areas outside of Toronto that, which would be comparable in price, but Niagara Lake is at the top for Niagara, yes. which is which is great. That's the market you went after and you knew you wanted it, which is, which is I, awesome. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, surrounded by um, you know, thousands of acres of farmland. So you've got to drive 20 minutes off, 15 minutes off the highway. Yeah. So it's this little secluded area with, you know, 88 wineries and uh, one of which is uh, my wife's dad's winery. So it's it's uh, it's a really beautiful place. It is. I my very first girlfriend was from there, so nice. I had <laughs> some some fond memories and some not so fond memories from there. And like, but, yeah, uh, yeah, that's um, awesome. So if you were to give our viewers one last piece of advice on them creating this brand or getting into the, the luxury market, what would you suggest? Um, okay. So that this is a really important piece of advice here. So you have to know what you want mm-hmm. and you have to see where do your strengths line up to what you want. So if you're, if you're selling luxury, do you know a, a lot about custom designs or do you know maybe a lot about uh, uh, rural properties? Cause a lot of these properties here that are over two, three million, a lot of them are going to be rural farms. So try to align yourself. And if you don't have necessarily any preference in terms of style, rural, business, winery, greenhouse, then do what I've done and kind of combine the two with the actual community. And then once you find out exactly what you want to do, you need to double, triple down on all of that in terms of developing a brand for yourself. And you need to do that every day. So you have to be consistent in your marketing. And honestly, it's, it's a, it's a daily, daily thing. If you don't have time to be on Instagram and Facebook, you know, six hours a day when you're first starting to get your brand off the ground, then, uh, you know, don't even bother. (laughs) Exactly. It's not just hire someone to design a logo, put it out there and then. Oh my God. Yeah. No, no. Logos. When I talk about brand, I don't even mean, I don't even mean logos or car uh, colors. I mean, what is your message and how do you make people feel? And in the, at the end of the day, that's the only thing that's important. Awesome. It's great advice. So we always wrap up with a best book section. So what's one book that's made an impact in your life or you think would make an impact on our viewers lives? Oh man. Okay. So this one is not one that you might expect when you're trying to push it out for advice. But when, as soon as you asked me that there's only one book that stuck out in my mind. That's meant a lot to me in the last six months. It's called rocket fuel. It's about, yeah, it's about innovators and implementers, right? So I'm an innovator, but you know, I'm too busy to implement. And it's a book all about finding your ying, your yang, your second in command. And honestly, I wouldn't have a business uh, like I have now without my second in command. Awesome. Yeah. Excellent book. I can't recommend that book enough. It's fantastic. I right. bought one for my brother. I bought one for my old business partner. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's a short little book, but yeah. it's great. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So thank you very much. That's great. Uh, how can our viewers check out what you're up to and, and connect with you? Yep. If you're looking to? Okay. So uh, recently have been doubling down right <laughs> on TikTok. So follow me on TikTok at a Perry Instagram at a Perry. And then I'm all over Facebook, obviously, but uh, you can check us out and uh, keep an eye open. Because uh, our brokerage office opens very soon here in Niagara Lake. Awesome. It's exciting news. I'm excited. Awesome. Well, thank you again for being on here. Really appreciate that. Very welcome. Glad to have you share your, your passion. You can tell the passion that you have for it. And I know our viewers will really thank appreciate you. this episode. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. See you, everybody. 
Thanks for checking out today's episode. If you'd like more videos like this, be sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check out our Facebook page and our other social media channels. Looking forward to bringing you more great content like this and happy farming.